Welcome to the To The Throne Podcast. This is Dakota Kingry. This is Dan Santana. Dan Santana, what's up? This yeah. is episode nine of the To The Throne Podcast. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Just want to remind you to like and subscribe on whatever platform you may be listening on. Um, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate and review. Um, that helps us get listened by more people like you. So just thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, just want to recap a little bit. Last week we had a great interview yeah. with Andrew Lennon. goes by St. Lennon. Uh, we went to his studio in Virginia, which was great. Gorgeous drives, really pretty out there. Mm-hmm. I grew up out there, so it was kind of cool to be back. Um, but we had a, have, got to have a great conversation with him about art and creativity and spirituality and some of the things that are interwoven into what he does. And um, I think it, it was great. We touched on some great uh, topics that we put on our Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, one of which was really centered to sort of the whole conversation. Right. Um, something he said was, make art, not content. Right. And I thought it was so good. Um, and as content creators, as just creators in general, mm-hmm. I think it was a great reminder, at least for me, to be like, you have to keep, you have to keep, get back to the core heart of, of why you're doing what, why, what you're doing and not just right. going through the motion. So right. I think, I mean, you were listening in. Yep. Not necessarily in the conversation, but what 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 did you get from it? Yeah, sitting there listening to you guys talk was great. And what was cool about meeting Andrew is that you know you you see people from afar, and you don't know how they're going to be you know in person. Right. Yeah. Um, same thing for us. You know, it's you funny really that know that's us. how the day and age that we're, yes. <laughs> we're in is like you message DM people, right? And, like, well, and you what? don't really know them. Yeah. You know a little bit about them, um, but he was definitely you know better than expected. And not yeah. that we you know we expected great things of course from him right, but it was yeah. like he lived up to all of that yeah and was such a gracious host and you know brought a lot of wisdom even for his age you know yeah. just he carries a lot on him so um but i did love that section of the conversation because it's easy for people who create um to lose their passion yeah. when it becomes a check the box scenario and you start saying well i just have to create content yeah. like cuz that's what you do now and that's what the world like craves content, so now it's like I need to create that. But then you lose the love, you lose the, lose the passion and the reason why you're creating the content. You yeah. know, so um, it, it, that doesn't—that's not a negative thing to people who create content, right? No. Because sometimes that is your job. Yes, yeah. you know. Um, and if it is a job that you do and you do it for a paycheck, and okay, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, but for him specifically, he—that was a moment for him because he sees what he does as ministry, and I think m- many people do as well. Yeah. And we also see what we do is the same way, you know, yeah. where we have a greater uh, purpose behind what we're making. And so it's not just to create a piece of content yeah. for likes or follows or anything. It's actually to start a conversation yeah. and to, you know, get people to go to the throne yeah. and to talk about what is going to the throne and to like experience that. And, and a lot of people maybe have um, followed Christ for a while, right? You know, been a Christian, been a Christ follower. Um, but maybe prayer life, maybe yeah. that whole that whole scenario of a relationship with God hasn't really been ex- yeah. experienced, you know, for them um, or explored. And you know, him saying that was great because it just reignited us too, you know, and yeah. to, to say, hey, we just have to make sure that um, 
you know, our heart stays true to what our calling is. And we encourage everyone that's listening, you know, like whatever you're called to do, um, the world will easily try to push you in a certain way and demand things from you. And you always have to come back and remember like, okay, well, this is what I'm not here to please what the world wants. Right. Well, what I love about it was another thing you said was, Mm -hmm. you know, spirituality and creativity, they're not in different sections. Right. And, you know, to see that and see a lot of times people put them in different boxes Mm -hmm. And maybe even unknowingly put them in different boxes and just, right. like you said, sort of feed the machine, create content, do this, do that. But it's, you, you can't really have one without the other if mm-hmm. you really want to do it right. And like you said, do it with passion yep. and not burn out. And so it was, it was a great reminder. I think it was really good. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Yep. It's called St. Lena Goes to the Throne. Um, yeah, it was really, it was really great. Episode zero zero eight. So yeah, that's it. One right before this one, obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was good. Um, but yeah, today we want to talk about something. Mm-hmm. We heard a message recently by would you? Is he one of our pastors now? Or well, he, he, I mean, he goes to our church. He goes to our church, right? The belonging and, company in Nashville, Tennessee, right? And you know, he recently moved and goes to our church. Um, he carries a pastoral spirit. Yeah, I don't know if he would call himself a pastor of yeah. it, but you know, I he. He's an author, right? A speaker. And, yep, and he's been around for a long time. Yeah. Many people know who he is. John Bevere, if, right. you, don't, if you don't go to our church or don't know, um, John Bevere is an author, speaker. Mm-hmm. He's an older guy in his 60s. Um, That's but, not really old now. No, 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 of course. But he's he carries, experienced. He carries so much <laughs> wisdom, Yeah, so much authority, yes. and he spoke a message on... Um, what, what was the message on? Because it seemed like it was a touch on a bunch of different it, things, but it was one on one thing. Does that well, make sense? Yes. Ultimately, it was about multiplication. Yes. But it was about faithfulness. Faithfulness, yeah. You know? And how those two are basically synonyms. Yes. Which I thought was so good. I'd never heard multiplication as a synonym for faithfulness before. Right. But it makes so much sense, you know, when you talk about being faithful with something that you've been given. Mm-hmm. Um, that it means multiplying it. It means right. growing it. It means stewarding it well. Right. And not just letting it sit around and just maintaining it, but it means multiplying it. And so yep. it's very convict. I know for convicting for me because I look around in my life and be like, well, I can't just show up every day and just right. hold on to what I have. I have to grow it and mm-hmm. nurture it and expand it. And so, well, it also changes the, again, like you said, the, the thought process behind stewardship. Right. Yeah. Because you, stewardship, you just think, yeah, just keep it okay yeah. and, you know, keep focused on it, whatever. Yeah. But it actually means to grow, to multiply, you know. Yeah. And when you're, many people look at stewardship and money, right? Mm-hmm. And that's an easy yeah. way to look at stewardship. But yeah. no, we have stewardship in everything yes. um, that God has given us, you know, because we're supposed to bring it back to Him and, yeah. and, in a greater way. Yeah. You know, so it definitely was convicting in the best way. Yeah. Really. And, and he touched on also grace. Mm-hmm. And he used that as sort of a segue into the faithfulness of multiplication. But right. um, one thing he said about grace that I thought was really good and something I think we want to hit on today is that grace is actually empowerment. And, you know, a lot of people equate grace to love or um, kindness or you know, all, all, sort of these feel-good emotions. Right. But what grace actually is is the empowerment to do what you're called to do. That's it. And, um, you know, God has given us a certain grace to do special things, right? Your grace looks different than my grace because he calls us to different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but the grace is actually the empowerment to do what we're called to do. But the grace doesn't come from us, and so it's out of our natural ability. Right. And I think um, for anyone who does something, 
for a living if you find you know yourself in a career that you love or mm-hmm. that you've you've developed a skill or something like that um, and you've grown a career into this you you could find yourself sometimes doing things out of your natural ability because you you hone the skill and you're like well I've I've developed this skill right and I've built this talent or whatever it is or I've built this wisdom or this knowledge and so then I'm like well then it's me right and I think sometimes I've gotten into that box personally of being like, well, I've developed this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's me. And I'd like listen to that message. God had to check me, <laughs> check me and be like, no, I've given you grace to do things that your natural ability can't do. Right. And it may sometimes you may try to take the wheel mm-hmm. and say, oh, that this is you because it's your talent, your gift. But I've actually given you that gift, right. which is your grace, mm-hmm. like God's grace on my life. And so to do what he's called me to do. And so um, I've actually seen, I've had, I've had to do some searching and some repenting <laughs> of this conviction because right. I've, I've realized that there's been different areas in my life that have been, um, I've worked a lot harder than I've needed to and exhausted myself when I didn't need to because I tried to take and do things in my natural ability that God's like, no, I will... I'll mm-hmm. give you the grace to do it. I will co-labor with you. That's it. And do it with you and give you give you the ability to do things that you can't naturally do. Right. But you have to actually let me. You have to step into and live in this grace mm-hmm. 24/7. And so yeah, it was I I mean it's a, was punched in the face. Yes. In a good way. I think we all need, you know, those um it's good to be encouraged, right? And and but being challenged is what makes you grow. Yeah. You know, it really makes you grow when you get challenged. I mean, um, you know, if you do, if you're encouraged um, all the time and there's never any challenge, it's going to really stunt your growth because you're going to stay at the same place because it's like, oh, look, I'm, you know, everything's great. Everything's fine. And so there's got to be that healthy balance. I think when you read the Bible, Jesus did that really well, of course. And um, I think in this scenario, it challenged everybody. And that type of message is something that I, I can go back and look and say that's like a mile marker in my life, you know, to, to said, hey, when I heard this, this shifted in my life yeah. and reminded me. And exactly what you said, like, I think that many times as Christ followers, um, you know, I heard this, I, I think it was a quote by Bono where, you know, he was talking about how he was looking where, you know, he wanted God to be a part of what he was doing, like God, like Bono was doing, but Bono was like, but I just decided that I wanted to be a part of what he was doing. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I think many times it's like he gives us the desires of our hearts, right? And we read that in the Bible, and we don't realize like it's not he gives us what we want, right? But he gives us the want. If that he makes sense. He gives us the desire. He gives us the desire for what? He gives us what to desire. Yes, exactly. And so, but in, in, and if we seek him, if we go to the throne, and if we seek him, our desires will be in line with his. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's about getting our heartbeat beating at the same well, you time as him. Well, you want to know why it is, is because, of, and it goes back to the verse, mm-hmm. you come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace. Right. And so that there, right there, is you. You go there. You get what you need. That's you it. find your gift. Yes. And but not only do you find your gift, but you find the ability to do that gift, mm-hmm. and it comes from there. Right. And it's not. 
well, it comes from me because I have the gift. It's mm-hmm. it comes straight from there. And so I think, um, you, and you even if, even if you look back at the verses leading up to Hebrews four sixteen, mm-hmm. which is the, to the throne vision verse. I don't know yeah. what you would say. Well, that's where to the throne. Yeah, to you, the throne. If was you birthed. don't know, that's where to the throne. This Hebrews is why four sixteen. Right, come boldly to the throne. This is why. Yes, to the throne is named to the throne. Yes, mm-hmm. and but if you look at the verses. Leading up to that, it's mm-hmm. all about rest. Right. And it's all about specifically the rest that the Israelites, it's God's promise of rest. Mm-hmm. But the Israelites, some of the Israelites did not get to enter that rest because they lost faith in the promise of the promised land. Right. So when it's really, you know, the lack of rest is rooted in unbelief. Mm-hmm. is because you get exhausted when you try to do things in your own ability. That's it. And say, well, I can do this, I can do that. But... The rest is really rooted in belief and knowing that God has grace for you to give you ability that you can't do naturally. Right, right. Um, and and fill the gaps where you can't you can't actually do it. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just it's it's so important because you that's how people get burnt out, and that's how people sure. that's why dreams die with people. Right, is because there's. Exhaustion and rest when mm-hmm. you try to do things in your own strength, or you know, that's I think a lot of times why why you know moral failures happen is sure. because you just you go and go and go and do and do and do, and you forget, hey, I need to go to the throne to get the grace, right, and mercy that I need to to do this. And I also think you know going to the throne that we again we get to realign our heart with yeah. His, you know, and that's really what it is. It's um, it's getting close. You know, and and resting. When you talk about rest, um, we rest on Him, right? And so that means that we actually lean on Him. Like yeah. if you think about somebody resting on somebody, mm-hmm. yeah, we rest on Him. Yeah. And and you remember growing up, I think you know if if you have a dad, and and maybe you did this with your dad, um, but I used to you know rest on my dad, right? Like yeah. as a little boy. You know what I mean? Fall asleep. Yeah. You know, you rest on him and you can hear his heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You know, you ever hear that dad or you yeah. can hear him talk yeah. and you can hear that, yeah. that guttural chest talk, you know, that happens. Um, and you hear his voice different when you're resting on him. And I think that is what the rest is we're talking about, mm-hmm. is understanding that he is looking for co-laborers, right, to do it with us. So he gives us the, the vision. Um, he gives us our calling um, because he gives us the desire, right? Yeah. Um, and our desire comes from him, of course. So he gives us that. And then sometimes because we're in the world and we and and this is what we do in the world, we take that desire and we take we move from him, yeah. from resting on him to yeah. like you said, going on your own pace, going in your own strength. And it's like, no, we're supposed to be co-laboring with him, meaning he's laboring with us and there are things that are going to be out of our own ability. Yeah. Exactly what you said. And that's what the the message was so impactful that, um, you know, John Bevere's talking about him, his first time speaking and how he's not a public speaker. And if you ever hear him speak, it's like, how are you, what, you know, like, right. how is that ever a doubt in your mind? But that's what happens when you lose that rest is that you actually start doubting. Yeah. Because you don't realize, like, your calling and your purpose is actually um, built on your, your co-laboring with him. Yeah. And he is actually part of what you're supposed to do. Well, it's built on the grace and mercy that That's you it. get when you go to the throne. That's the grace. If you want if you want like rest, go to the throne. If you want new grace and, and um, 
vision and empowerment for right. your business or for your family or for your life or for your finances or whatever it is. You go to the throne right. and you get grace and your mercy to to help you in your time of need. That's mm-hmm. the exact verse. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I think it's funny too, John Bevere even talked about how like his worst subjects <laughs> were, right. were like English and like being able to... Like writing. Not write. And the dude has... Books published in what did he say like a hundred and something? Oh, 150 different languages. Just something crazy. Just like millions and millions and millions of copies translated right. into hundreds of languages. Right. And for this someone who couldn't write. And this dude's like, yeah, I can't write. Right. And that's what grace does when, like, well, because the desire of God on him was to be an author. Yes. And even this message came from a book that's that's yeah. entitled X, which yes. is multiplication. Well, and that is. You know, he's an author, and it came. Well, let's just, it's all grace. Well, let's just take it back to the Bible because this is so good. Yeah. M- Moses had that exact same story. That's it. When God said, I'm going to choose you, I choose you to set my f- people free mm-hmm. from Egypt. And Moses said, but I can't speak. Right. <laughs> I have a stuttering problem. And God said, but I've chosen you. Mm-hmm. And what did he end up doing? He ended up going and setting the Israelites free. Right. And leading them out of Egypt and leading them eventually, in a way, to the promised land. He didn't lead them to there, right? right? Because he'd, he died in the wilderness. But he's the one that started the journey in leading them to freedom. And, but he couldn't speak. So I, I just imagine the story that has the lineage of Jesus in it. Yes. And the story that has the lineage, lineage uh, and the history of salvation and freedom as we know it Mm -hmm. came from a guy who said, well, God, I'm sorry, I can't speak. So you're going to have to choose someone else. Well, let's talk about David and Goliath. (laughs) It goes on and on and on and on. How I'm going to pick the smallest brother, the one that's not qualified. Yes. He's going to wear no armor. But I I give you the grace to do things that are not in your natural ability. That's it. Totally out of your ability. Is it really natural for a little... Five some foot guy to kill a nine foot Goliath? Of course not. <laughs> of course, right? right? And then to go cut off his head and right. That's not that. What? That's not even. It doesn't right. even make sense with a stone. Yeah. Really? But again, that's it's, grace. Yes, that's it's grace when grace. you're called. Yes, called to defeat so your giants. I've seen things in my life happen where I'm like, how did this even happen? But it just came from me saying yes. Mm-hmm. What, what my life looks like right now is yeah. like just came from me saying yes, and things are. Things are happening and have happened in my life that I'm like, I don't deserve this. There's no way I could make this happen on my own. Right. But God's like, well, you said yes, and so I've put grace on your life. Exactly. And I think another thing, too, is, you know, a lot of times in, as creatives, we, you know, you said, mm-hmm. mentioned it before, you get in this phase of like, well, my job is, is being creative, right? My job is producing this and that. Mm-hmm. And so I have to keep producing and keep feeding the machine and keep driving content or doing this and doing that. And we can get in this rut of honing, having sort of tunnel vision, if it feels like sometimes. Right, right. And getting in on, okay, this is the path I'm going and this is the path that I've chosen. Um, but what I love is you have to go in a different direction to go to the throne. Yes. You have to go, not in your direction, <laughs> but you have to go to the Lord's Direction. You have to go into His presence mm-hmm. to get the grace and mercy that you need, and it has nothing to do with the path that you're going. You have to t- choose a different path because it's, you know, Isaiah 55 says His ways are higher than our ways. That's it. And His ways are, you know, 
like his thoughts are just way greater and way grander than mm-hmm. we can ever imagine. They are not our thoughts. Right. And so to get thoughts, to get new vision, to get fresh revelation, to get, to, to get new rest, right. you have to do things different than you have done them before. You can't do the same thing and get different res- results, right? Yep, yep. And so you have to go to a new place, a place that has higher thoughts and higher ways right. to get fresh vision and revelation. You know? One of those things that you know, we've talked about is that um, yoking, Right. Yeah. Yoke. Yeah. Y o k e. Yoke. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know that's an old term that's not used often now, and we don't understand it in our modern day because we don't have bulls yoked together plowing fields, you know, right. for crops. Like we don't have that. We have tractors. Right. <laughs> we have John Deere, <laughs> which are awesome because they make cool hats. Um, <laughs> I want a John True. Deere hat. I still don't have one. Camouflage anyway, one. Anyway, yeah. Or bright orange one. Something. Yeah. Um, give me a John Deere hat. So, but in Matthew 11, this is one of the most well-known scriptures, but I think it also talks about, you know, what, what we're saying right now is when you go to the throne, okay, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, mm. and I will give you rest. We just talked about rest and what resting actually means. Yeah. Take my yoke upon you, right, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. So think about this. Take my yoke upon you, right? The thing that ties us together to him. That goes and, in the same direction. That, and we're, we're tied together with where he's going. And, and that, that to me is where I want to be. Yeah. Often when we start working and losing our rest um, and working in our own strength is because we got out of the yoke. And now we're pulling this thing behind us on our own strength. Yeah. And and we're actually sometimes pulling it in the opposite way. Right. That the in Lord a way is going. that you're not even supposed to right. go. Yeah. And we wonder why we're not going anywhere. And it's like, yeah, because we're, we're supposed to be going that way. Go off a we're cliff. supposed <laughs> to be yoked with him and tied together with, with him in what we do. And um it it continues to say, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So think mm-hmm. about that. Many times our calling can be a burden. Yeah. It can be. And and I think sometimes it's a burden when it's in our own strength, of course. We can make it a burden. We can make it a burden on our own, on self. And so we can be so excited for our calling, whatever, and then we get into it. We go our own way in it. Yeah. We lose that going to the throne and get, getting rest in, in that yeah. um, intimacy with him. And then now it's a burden. And so I love that it even says that my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Mm. And it just means that when you are tied to him, yeah, and when you go to the throne and you're tied to the Lord, that whatever you're called to do is actually going to be light, mm. because it's not going to be in your own strength. Yeah, it's not going to be in your own intelligence, and and none of your own ability, your expertise. It's going to be Him, wow. and you're tied with Him. And what you can do, and that's the whole multiplication. I think many times it's like, you know, you look at um, Jesus when He multiplied, right, the fish and the loaves, and what I love about it is that who multiplied it? Yeah. Who multiplied it? Did the Lord multiply it? Yes. But whose hands was it in? In his hands. Whose? Jesus' hands. And many times we want to multiply things mm-hmm. in our own hands. Yeah. And I think we, it, but it's co-labor mm. because guess what? They had to pass the They the also fish. had to be a yeah. part of the process. Yeah. So it wasn't, Jesus didn't do everything on his own. Right. You know, the disciples didn't do everything on his own, mm-hmm. on their own, right? 
but it was them doing it together. Yeah. And that's when the multiplication happened. Yeah. When they're a part of the process. Yeah. So I, I look at that and say, okay, what has God given me that I'm trying to multiply in my own strength? Mm. When he's like, no, this is a together thing. This is a together thing. This is not a, I'm the multiplier, <laughs> you know, and you do it with me. And so realign ourselves and say, this is our vision of to the throne. This is what this is all about. You go to the throne, you will find rest and you will get to rest on him as he co-labors with you. Yeah. And it's not going to be all your own strength. And when it becomes all your own strength, it becomes all your own glory. And all the glory goes to him. And this is why like we co-labor with him. Yeah. So we're a part of the process, but he gets the glory. Ooh. And I think that's the, that's the biggest lesson that we need to learn through all of this and the impact in me is because this world, we want the glory and we want the adoration. Yeah. But as Christ followers, we give that up and say, no, you get it. You yeah. get all the glory. You want to know why? Like, yeah. we, don't get, we don't get some of the yes. glory. You get all the glory. Yes. Because we can't handle the glory. That's it. Because we weren't made for it. We can't carry the weight we of the were, glory. Yes. We were made for it. We literally were made for, We're human. We were made for it. And I've referenced this before, but that's mm-hmm. why the elders in the throne room lay their, lay their crowns down. Right. Because they don't deserve them. Because right. they know who gave them right. those crowns. So that's good. Woo. Hey, I feel good. I feel good. Hopefully you guys feel good out there. I feel, yes. We, yes. This is a vision of to the throne. Yeah. We, wanna, we want to make art and we just want to talk about things that draw people closer to the Lord mm-hmm. and closer in the presence and closer to the place where they can get grace and mercy Yeah, to be empowered to do what they've called to do. Where do you find that? You find that at the throne. That's it. So... Go to the, today's a great day to go to the throne. It is. Today is the perfect day. Right and now. And tomorrow. And tomorrow. And the next day. And every day after that. Yes. So go to the throne. This has been a great podcast. It's been I, so good. I listen, we're we're not we're just starting this thing. Yes. You know, and if you guys don't know much about us, you can you can check out our Instagram, right? At to the throne. Yeah. Right. DM um, us. DM us on Instagram. You know, keep uh, let us know how this impacted you. Let us know how, you know, St. Lennon impacted you as well. Like um, any of these conversations we're going to have, we have more coming in the future. So let us know how they've impacted you. Um, you know, we got a website, tothethrone.co. You can check that out. Um, we have some products on there. Pew, pew. Uh, more, more to come. Yeah. And we're super excited on, on you know, this season of, of what's happening with To The Throne and where it's going. And, um, you know, we're entering into, we're getting close to a new year. And we know that, like, with every new year, there's that new beginning, and we can we can start feeling the new beginning. So Big stuff coming. We want you to to you know come on this ride with us. Yeah. You know. So, thank you for joining us today. This has been great, and thank you for going to the throne with us. Have a good day. Peace out.